just a forewarning for this episode in particular, um, we do discuss sexual assault. So just wanted to pre-trigger you. No. <laughs> We're avoiding that. We're avoiding triggering. I just want you to know. We're sorry. We're sorry. And there is some heavy content for this episode. So viewer discretion is advised. Okay. I guess I was pretty horny. What's in the bag? A shark or something? Oh, no, not the beast! God damn it! How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I'm a vampire. Kill me. Fucking falls! Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood? That's our boy Nicholas Cage. What are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table? Oh. <laughs> We all have to start it with singing every time. That was only one time. (laughs) 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 I can't do it. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm in a weird mood right now. Now I'm like, I don't... I don't know why I get so like I, I've noticed the last few times I get like um performance shy. Oh yeah. The second is recording I'm like oh, like we've been doing this. Yeah, no. The, we are in week 12. Is this a, this is 12? 12. Uh, it's been going on for 12 weeks. 12 weeks of Nicolas Cage shenanigans and um we still don't know how to start the podcast. Sorry, I'm Dad. Sorry, it's shenanigans guy. Oh. Well, I guess we can begin by I have a couple of, uh, this is Marta. Oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome to Gone in 60 Seconds. Welcome back. Um, I'm Marta Perillo. And I'm a- Marta Perillo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Asia Garman. Yes, Asia Garman. <laughs> Don't call her Asia Garman. <laughs> Ava Gordman is the name of my Finsta. No one should know. It's so, for you. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, pri- it's a private account. And me. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple of corrections for last week. I tell me shit out. I've been meaning to correct like a lot of stuff from each week and I just don't. Including but, in your life, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Sorry, triggered. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm actually, you know what? Before we do everything, let's yeah, 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 let's do that. Um, so you know how last week we were really <laughs> dark and like I mean I had a blast. That was no, a really was fun episode. But we got real real and Asia and I were like, you know, life's kinda crazy and it sucks right now. True. But I have an update. I have actually a couple updates. Marta's First of all, up to good shit. My life is chaos right now. <laughs> but in like a really, really, really like fun way instead of not. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about fun. But it's been interesting at least. It's been a trip. Uh, first of all, a couple updates. The Nicolas Cage pop socket did not come in because <laughs> the pop socket people emailed me and were like, you're getting a refund. I was like, what? Why? And they didn't have rights to the picture that I wanted. <gasps> So I tried Whoa. a different one, and then I got the same answer. So no pop socket for Nick Cage. Wow. Um, Those if anyone fuckers. wants to send me one, my address is... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, Etsy's on my shit out. list. Thanks. It wasn't even... It was pop socket. I just want my fucking portrait. Oh, yeah. No, we're not going to get into misplaced Nick Cage memorabilia, because it's upsetting. Um, also, interesting juxtaposition <laughs> from oh. last week, my favorite word. <laughs> uh I was like, we were very depressed. We were dealing with a lot. We were in a weird mood. We're having weird dreams. Oh, I'm well. That's every day for me. Yeah, I had a weird one last night, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but so I was like, all right, I gotta get the fuck out of L.A. I need a break. 
I'm like blowing off up people at work. I'm like, <laughs> it was too much. So I decided to do what I've always wanted to do, which was like get in my car, fuck out of LA and camp by myself. Cause I love camping and I know how to make a fire. So why do I need anyone else? So I did, and it was, like, lovely. I had, like, a great weekend. I turned my brain off. I calmed down because I have so much anxiety over, like, dumb shit that does not matter. Love it. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, bring my self-help books. I'm going to do some painting. I'm going to do some reading. I'm going to do some meditating. I'm going to watch a sunset. I don't know why that I- <laughs> I'm going to watch a sunset. I'm going to have a wonderful time. And I'm maybe going to get a little bit of a tan. Oh, I got burnt in the first five minutes. I was like, oh, sunscreen. No. Um... <laughs> My Irish. Um, but, you know, I had a great time, whatever. I'm sitting by my campfire. It's like golden hour. It's like 644. I'm like really proud of myself. I'm like, wow, like you're really doing it. You're really enjoying your day. It's mm. really peaceful here. This is great. And I got my headphones on and all of a sudden, I'm just going to do it. My mom can hear it this way. Sorry, um, sorry. Gerilyn. <laughs> Trigger warning. Yeah, you might want to skip the next like 15 seconds. <laughs> just click through it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting by my campfire and I mean the the pit and all of a sudden, these rocks next to me just, like, like loud-ass pop and, like, a bunch of rocks fly everywhere and, like, on the other side of me. Like that? Oh, yeah, like that. Sound effects. It was like that. And um, <laughs> all of a sudden, like, startled me. And I was like, oh, what the fuck animal was that? Like, scared the shit out of me. And then <laughs> I, like, was like, okay, I don't see anything. I didn't see any animals scurry away. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but it was, like, a really, really loud crack. And then I went on with my day and then I got drunk by the campfire by myself and I out loud to myself was like, good job, Marta. And I was like, I enjoy my company. Like I said it out loud to me because I I thought it was therapeutic. Yes. But really, I was just like stumbling around my campfire. Also, side note, I got like a little bit drunk and a little high and was like smoking cigarettes and stuff. So I was like pretty loopy. And I was like, oh, shit, there's probably coyotes out here. So my drunk ass peed around my entire campsite. Oh my god! To, to create my own territory, I fucking in love case that. any animals came. So in the morning, I like saw that there was like all these wet spots, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So yeah, like under the stars, it was great. Urine everywhere. I, yeah, urine all over. <laughs> well, because this is BLM land, so like unregistered, like shits going haywire there. So I am packing up my car. I'm like getting ready to go, and I'm like really proud that I like stuck it through, and I did this whole thing by myself. And something like glints in the sun. And so I go and I grab it. And in the fucking spot where the pop happened is a goddamn bullet, like a nine millimeter bullet in the ground. And I looked at it and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. So I picked it up, put it in my pocket, didn't think anything of it, drove three hours back to L.A., got home, was telling Asia the story. And she's like, that makes me deeply unnerved. What the fuck? Like, she's yeah. like are you OK? No, I wanted to be so like oh wow that's crazy but instead it was just bad like the feeling was just bad it wasn't great <laughs> but then I but then I was like really sitting there and thinking about it and I was like I think I just kind of was like no there's no way but all day I was hearing gunshots and I when I was having the campfire I kept hearing like the pew like that like the ricochet sound yeah and that's like genuinely behind like you can't hear that unless you're like kind of in the vicinity yeah yeah so i was like mm, deeply unnerved by that because they were shooting at night too so i was like these people are not being responsible no definitely so not. after much discussion with a lot of people and people who are familiar with the area uh and the more like when asia was like are you okay and she was like are you my mother no, <laughs> she was like are you okay and like as i was sitting there like holding this fucking bullet and then i was like thinking more and more about that moment <laughs> and i was like oh my god 
I almost just died by like this freak accident. Like four feet is nothing. It was like four feet. Yeah. Maybe closer. I mean, I think it was like four feet though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I totally. So I like freaked out. and was very upset. So the mindset that I am in coming in back from that, because I was like three days ago, is that I started cracking up because when Asia was saying it and the more and more I was reliving it, I was like, wow, that's exactly what fucking happened. Because what else would it be? No. Yeah. There's not. There's no way. Yeah. And it's like a fresh bullet. Like Asia looked at it and she's like this. It has been shot once and it yeah. was not sitting in the elements. No, it, it was definitely like it had the scuff marks on it and everything from like hitting rocks and shit and just being like fired off. Yeah. So I almost died. Um, but <laughs> sorry. But it was funny, though, because I was standing in my room, like holding the bullet, like laughing loudly, maniacally, because I just realized that all the shit that I'd been so worked up over, like for the past like year and like anxiety about how much like I hate myself and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God, nothing is important. Like, nothing fucking <laughs> matters. So I've been, like, eating, like, shit and, like, so proud of myself for Yolo. it. I know. I'm like, I, I'm fat and I'm proud of it. And, like, Noah's going to be angry because, you know, what? I lived through it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, I'd rather die of diabetes slowly than and live to tell my story of almost being shot. In live the your truth, Marta. Yeah. So that's, um, so I'm being real weird. <laughs> Because of that. And drinking red wine. We're drinking red wine. We watched Time to Kill just now. Which That's, is apt. It was, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. No, I mean, like, it's relevant because you almost died. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, and then Asia had to witness, <laughs> while we were watching the movie, Asia had to witness, like, a little bit of my, like, PTSD right now that I'm, like, trying to work off of. <laughs> Someone set off, like, a firecracker outside. You just stood up and walked I, away. <laughs> my heart hurt so much. Well, because I felt it. It's funny because the other night I was watching crazy rejections because it's fantastic and i heard someone light off a firework in our like in our street and you know i was like texting asia and i was like you know when like a baby gets startled by this loud noise and then just starts crying i was like that's literally what happened i was just like oh! like i was so scared by it because it was just too soon it was like literally like f- like 12 hours later yeah, yeah so i was like no oh. and then just now i had my back to the wall or to the door and someone lit it off and i felt like the reverberate revive What's the word? Reverberation. Reverberation. And it just like, I I popped up so fast. And Aisha was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't like that. I was like. Oh, yeah. And that makes me say, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm fine. I just, it, it just keeps making me a little bit more startled than I need to be. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like my heart's like, <gasps> and then I'm like, okay, we're good. <laughs> like, it's fine. And then Asia pointed out, she's like, bitch, the 4th of July is coming up. <laughs> You're about to be in a world of hurt. I know. Um. Okay, so, sorry. I know that was. Well, I can't. What time is it? You know what? We're recording in GarageBand this time because my laptop is dead, and we can only see how no, many. No, no, no. We can. How we many measures? It. We've gone three hundred and seventy-nine measures. Hey. Oh, okay. Thirteen minutes. Thanks, guys. A lot of that's us singing and doing weird shit. Um. Oh, that's true. But, so a couple of things to touch on from last week to correct. Um, first of all, the movie's not called Never on a Tuesday, so I'm deeply sorry. Wait, what? It's called called Never on Tuesday. Really? There's no A. I know, and then I pulled up the link you sent me, and I was like, wow, it really is. Wow. And we just kept saying, Never on a Tuesday, Never on a Tuesday, but then I, like, looked at IMDb and everything when I was, like, naming it, so Mm -hmm. I named it correctly. It's Never on Tuesday. We're just ignorant. (laughs) We ignorant, but also, I'm not gonna speak... Okay. The notes I wrote was <laughs> I'm not gonna speak. <laughs> the notes I wrote was never on Tuesday. Then I wrote, "Sorry, um, the lead singer of Rooney did not 
was not in The Princess Bride. He was in The Princess Diaries Uh-oh. with Anne Hathaway. You know what? When I was editing it, because I remember when I was looking on all of their Wikipedia pages, I feel like I remember reading that. So when I went back and was editing it and listening to it, I was like, I don't know if that's right, but <laughs> I don't. it was too late. It's okay. I mean, I'm fixing it now. I should have dubbed over it. And I totally was thinking Princess Diaries. Yeah. Like I just, the words came out as Princess Bride. The thought was there. I don't need to defend myself to you people. Um... <laughs> heathens assuming you're there hello um hello also then the, my next note was pop socket didn't come in and then my next note was you know what not all lesbians throw spirals i'm sorry that i made that <laughs> that's stereotype <laughs> yeah i could throw a spiral and i'm not a lesbian so it's to, not yeah. i don't think it's like a a plus b equals c it's type not situation. like a test it's no, just... it's not a test to be a lesbian. No. It's to throw a spot. You don't have to pass that test. It's not like the presidential <laughs> fitness test. <laughs> True. Uh, the next note I wrote was, um, I didn't even bother to look up the correct info, but as far as James Franco's association with Palo Alto, like, I don't really know. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> sorry, James I, Franco. Sorry, James Franco, if I personally offended you. I don't know. Did you write that book? Were you in it? What happened? Um... <laughs> And then the last the last note I wrote was I almost died. <laughs> so we're caught up. Good talking points. Yeah. I just wanted to I just wanted to take that back for anyone I offended. Clear the air. Yeah. Clear the air because I farted so much last episode. Oh my god, true. You could hear it. Turn it up. And oh really? I couldn't it. hear it. I could hear it. Oh good. Okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't turn it up loud enough, I guess. Um, try again next time. I I will. All right, so we this watched week. today. Yes, we watched. Uh, this is this is our last 1980 film, and now we're about to reach a whole new decade with Nick. Yeah, and the 90s are fucking weird, so I'm ready. Oh, I oh, gotta love them. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm super ready to see the hair and and <laughs> more of him. Yeah, just the teeth, the hair. I feel like in the beginning he's still gonna be pretty attractive, and by 1999 it's gonna be like oh, all the way downhill. Oh yeah. Whenever adaptation came out, that's later. It's even later? It's like 2004, I think. Well, fuck. I don't know off the top of my head. You know what? We're guessing here, and that's fine. That's okay. But you know what we're not guessing at is <laughs> this movie came out in Italy, so I actually don't have a release date for the U.S. because it technically didn't really come out over here. Oh, okay. It's because it's an Italian director, and it was uh, October 27th of 1989 in Italy. And then Asia got, because um, I think it was like, they clearly filmed it with in English. In English, yeah. But then, like they they redid it for the Italian audiences, and so as we were listening to it, what happened? Fucking they. Okay, so first of all, this movie's really hard to find, but it is in YouTube. It's in its entirety, <laughs> so it's actually not that hard. But it kind of is. But also, our version that we watched flipped between English and Italian. Just in one spot. In just one spot. And it was during one of his freakouts. Yeah. Which there are a couple of little ones because it's like a war movie. It's set in Ethiopia. In like 1936. Like 1936 when Italy held, uh, they were like state, they weren't just stationed there. They actually like owned property. It's like when Britain was like, I keep saying stationed. That's not right. No, but I mean, but they were, I mean. They held territory in Ethiopia. Correct. And then, but then there were people who were stationed there to keep the peace because it was like part of their problem. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, Again, we I'm... own this now. So I guess we're going to like clean it. Right. Right. They're like, I guess we'll take care of it. <laughs> Renovate this place. Oh, gee. Um, but um, so, yeah. So in, in a couple of 
spots, not even a couple, in that one spot during the movie, he's yelling at another character and it switches straight to Italian. And so it's and it's dubbed Italian. Yeah. So he's screaming in English, but we're just hearing the Italian words and I guess the original Italian soundtrack because there's like yeah. different music playing in only that part. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And then it goes back to him being like, do you hear me? We're like, what did he say? <laughs> it's like, no, I can't hear you. I don't understand. It was so saying. good, though. Asia and I started laughing so loud when, it, when we first saw it. it and was then we, great. Um, we definitely added it to the Insta story. So if, um, right now, which you, you know. Please pause the the podcast. <laughs> but, the, but the problem is it's going to be gone in 24 hours. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I put it on the highlights. Put it on the highlights. Yeah, for the flicks. Go to our Instagram page and watch the highlights. They're all golden. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're it's good. just me like being ridiculous and like high and like being goofy or like drunk running in the ocean. If people don't like that, they should just shut the podcast off. <laughs> they should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one's complaining to us directly, so I'm not. I don't know who I'm telling. No, in fact, we we've had a couple people say that they are very big fans, which I appreciate deeply because I have low self esteem. We're so humble. <laughs> um yeah it's like all people like we know <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's just support thanks guys thank you um so time to kill time to kill i think oh, i didn't look up man it's too far my phone's too far let's try to wing the synopsis all right i think you should because i like the whole movie i was like wait asia explained it to me in so. ethiopia 1936 1936 assuming i also thought that Boy in Blue is 1936, so that's just a year I like for some reason. <laughs> Early 30s. Yeah, there we go. When Italy was a fascist territory, they held space in Ethiopia. Nicholas Cage, a lieutenant? Yeah, he's a lieutenant. A lieutenant one. in the Italian forces in Ethiopia. Yes. Has a terrible toothache. And decides to leave his troop. This sounds funny. This is not a funny movie. No, it's good. It's a good drama. It's a great drama. Um, but he decides to leave his... I don't know about great. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> he decides to leave his camp because he has a toothache. And in the process of leaving the camp and making this trek, he stumbles into an unfortunate situation which leads to further consequence yes. with the surrounding Ethiopian tribes. Good. Thank you. That's good. Logline. Logline. <laughs> Um, I wanted to be a writer. <laughs> I same. Um, <laughs> he rapes a woman. Yes, and that's the conflict. That's not. But it's not rape. It, I mean, no, 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 it is rape. It is totally rape. So okay, so basically, there's narration at the start and the end of the movie that basically set the tone of he's the lieutenant there. He leaves because he's got a terrible toothache. He's riding in a truck to go to, like, a different area of Ethiopia to get to this dental surgeon, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but when the when the truck he's in breaks down, he decides to take a, quote, shortcut that someone directs him to. Oh, yes, and yes, yes. And on this shortcut, he meets this woman bathing in a lake. Yeah. Or it's not even a lake. It's like a waterfall, and it's sort yeah. of like a drop-off area, secluded um and he just rapes her yeah he like sees her he's like oh your right boob is like way smaller than your left i want it <laughs> she i couldn't not notice no, um yeah and then she's like she like comes towards him like fully naked and then he's like touches her and she's like whoa no and so she runs away but obviously there's a language barrier yeah no they she, don't speak she speaks same, no english no none and so then he like 
literally forces himself on her and she like at one point is like no and he's like he doesn't even say anything he just he does, just does it. it but then what was confusing and this is why i was like what because no it definitely like there was no consent she said no it was very i just want i want to say i it was very uncomfortable to watch it was very uncomfortable to watch and also i think we were both like really confused well, yeah <laughs> so- well because it's like i feel like when i Usually when we see, like, rape scenes in movies, like, I'm... It's, like, really aggressive. It's really aggressive and violent. This was, like, a total, like, power play where it's, like, she can't understand you. She's smaller than you and you're just kind of doing it. Yeah. And, like, she just, like, like, lets him because she can't do anything about it. It, it, But it wasn't, like... takes advantage of the fact that she's, like, smiling and clearly, like cutesy for this, like, attractive white male. Yeah. But then he, like, goes too far and she's, like, well, what the fuck? But she doesn't know what to do because I'm sure that doesn't happen. No, yeah. Well, and especially because later we find out that she's part of, like, the tribe that's aware of their presence in Ethiopia. Mm. And so it's, like, it's, like, I'm sure she has knowledge that they are, like, in control. Right. So yeah. she's, like, oh, I have to be submissive. Yeah. But then what's uh, what's weird is then they're, like, married <laughs> in the yeah, next scene. Because I... <sighs> oh, and he's wearing a wedding ring. So he's genuinely married. And oh, he yeah. And he's still just a doing piece of this. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but i love it when that happens i know when we do the same thing but yeah because then she starts kind of following him like the, literally it goes from him raping her to her like reaching over and like holding his hand yeah and being like well now we're connected so you're my husband so. yeah well i'm sure she was a virgin oh yeah so like now she's like we are bound yeah and he like gives her his watch and everything and then they spend this like beautiful like 12 hours together and he because they, because afterwards he tries to leave. He's like, "Well, I heard gave her a watch. I didn't know what else to give her." And then she's like, "No, no, no." I mean, she's not speaking. She English. like, fo- like following him. She's and- following him, and then they hook up again. And then they're like, in the throes of passion and like holding each other and being all cutesy, even though there's no language. Like she makes some food and shit. Oh yeah. And then he's like, "The only thing we're missing is good conversation," <laughs> but you don't speak any fucking English. And so he figures out, like, where he needs to be headed, but it's already late in the day. So he's like, well, I'm not going to run through fucking Ethiopia at night. So he stays with her. And as they're, like, being adorable in her little cave, and she's like, this is my house. <laughs> and she takes him there. Then he um, he gets startled by uh, a hyena. Actually. A hyena. Oh, it was a hyena. Yeah. yeah. When I saw the face, I was like, that's not Bobcat. No, yeah. What would a Bobcat be doing in Ethiopia? <laughs> Get out of here. I don't know geography. <laughs> Or their nature. I'm not good at geometry. <laughs> statistics? <laughs> nah. Right. I read that 85% of statistics are false. Shut the fuck up. I saw that in my high school one time, and I, I stood in the hallway and laughed out loud. <laughs> I love it. And I never forgot that moment. It's the best day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so a hyena comes crawling up. Hyena enters Whoopi the- Goldberg comes crawling in. <laughs> <laughs> No, I meant because of Lion King. No, yeah. Okay. I was imitating I was the hyena imi- Oh, God. Sorry, everyone. I was thinking of Sister Act 2, actually. <laughs> so sorry for me to judge like that. I think that's who we should do next is Whoopi. Okay. We could watch Ghost. I'd love Ghost. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back on track. <laughs> hyena enters the cave. Is Ghost the one where they, they sing the song? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's time of my life. I know it's dirty dancing. No. <laughs> Hello? Hello? So a hyena enters the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's 12-12. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Go on. Hyena, Hyena enters the cave and it startles him. Homegirl's asleep. <clears throat> oh, was she sleeping? Yeah, she's sleeping. Uh, but he wakes up and pulls starts firing. Pulls out a gun and just starts shooting at the hyena, but he fucking sucks at aiming. So it hits off the wall and ricochets. It hits a it hits a boulder. It hits a boulder and then it hits the girl. Well, because immediately we were like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck," and she's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> so he like sits with her. Oh, for clarification, because I feel like I said that really poorly. The ricocheting bullet hits the girl in the stomach. Yeah. He turns around and she's like, ugh. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, this poor girl, like, he just needed a place to live for the night. And he, like, totally fucked her world up. He raped her and then murdered her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was manslaughter, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously, what a fucking asshole. So, um, he, but he stays with her and he, like, holds her as being all sweet. But, like, we don't find out till later in the movie, like, what really happened. Yes. So, um... Because what happens after this? Then he, because he's at this point, he's at, it's kind of weird. Like the pacing was a little bit confusing in, in the beginning because he, like, literally opening shot is him leaving and being like, my tooth hurts and like fucking off. And then he gets in like the crash or whatever. But then we see him arrive at the dentist and have his tooth pulled. Mm-hmm. And he's telling his friend the story of like what happened. Yeah. Cause he was gone for several days. Right. And they were like, oh, we thought you went in. Well, and he's like, no, I got like lost. And so he's telling the story. So what we're seeing with like the relationship with her and her like getting shot is all like a story he's telling his friend. Yes. And so then we go back. And now we're, like, present time. And he's like, how long does it take for Bullet to, like, you know, like, kill someone in the stomach? Yeah. And um, I can't remember, because what happens, so we've established she's been shot and blah, blah, blah. And then they, oh, they move on because then they find out that there's, like, a rebel. Yeah. So, so he hides her body before before he carries on, before oh, yeah. we move forward. And he has to take the watch off because otherwise, like... They're supposed to be keeping the peace, and he just killed her. Yeah, so that's the that's probably the main conflict, is that he's accidentally killed this girl, and their whole job is, like, they're, like, the police in the area, um, and protecting, and actually protecting, like, her tribe and people from rebels in the area yeah. who don't want to go along with the Italians, which... That's a whole other issue in itself, but for the sake of the movie, we side with the Italians. Right, right. They're um, probably really the bad guys. Yeah. At one point, one of the insults is, you non-fascist, which I thought was hilarious. The, no, yeah, because it's a totally different time in the world, and Italy is kind of like a bad guy. And that's like a whole... I don't know. Well, it's just funny because like an insult to us would be like you fascist yeah and he's like you non-fascist yeah <laughs> that was so funny but i guess what i was but gonna it makes s- sense i guess what i was gonna say is like just to give perspective it's like they're in ethiopia and they're pushing christianity on them yeah so it's like that type of scenario yeah um and some of them have accepted it some of them have not um they kill the ones that have it. no i don't know <laughs> So I don't know the politics behind it. He gets his tooth pulled. We come back to present day, and he finishes his story by saying that when he left, after he got rid of her body, um, just by hiding it in like a ravine or whatever mm-hmm. or a crevasse, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you must. He saw this like whole procession of people. Oh yeah. And then his squad gets called back to that similar area because. A lot of their people and some of the tribesmen have gotten killed by rebels. Yeah. And they're all sort of like attached to the same, I guess, is tribe the right word? I'm going to just say tribe. 
I think it's tribe. I think, uh, yeah, I think in this scenario it is tribe. They're all tied to the same sort of area as this girl that he's now accidentally killed. Hmm. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I can't really remember. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> honestly, for <laughs> once in my life. No, I, I try honesty as policy. But I can't quite remember what happens between then. Oh, he gets furloughed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> they smack that baby's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever they they establish the, that area. Asia, explain to the people. What is furloughed? Furloughed. Because I kept thought, thinking they were saying Fraulein. <laughs> <laughs> Fraulein Maria. Yeah. So furlough. Like Anastasia. Furlough, they also use it if you're serving a prison sentence. Oh, do they? I didn't know Yeah. That. When you get, so if you get furlough, it means you can leave. Basically, it gives you like a day out. So Escape at Danamora, they were like, we are going to furlough ourselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know that is from watching Orange is the New Black. Because she really wants to get furlough. And so oh. she goes out and sees her fiance or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, so, okay, okay. It's basically leave. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage's character, uh, who, I, I can't even remember his name. Ricardo. Is it Ricardo? Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I think. I'm pretty sure it's Ricardo. Enrico? No, it's, it starts with an R. I think it's Ricardo. There's an R and a K in there. Adam, I got, why is everything so out of reach? Asia! <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so. He, oh, wait, no, I'm ready. To, I'm good? ready to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to be furloughed and he's applied to go back to Italy. And the next part is that he receives word that he has gotten permission to go back, so they're all celebrating. Yeah, and getting drank. And getting drank. Even his, like, squad leader is like, have a cigar. Um, but why the fuck? I forget what happens after that, even. Um, it is oh. 1936. <sighs> and, it, and it is Enrico, you're right. Oh, fuck. So he's celebrating with his squad and his leader who's i can't remember titles at the moment but they joke around about going and soliciting these women oh at, yeah at like a, a hut and it's only these two women that are always there and they're dressed in white and they talk about like using them like prostitutes but then they freak out like don't touch me because the whole reason that they're in white is because they have leprosy yes and so this gets Nick Cage thinking because another aspect of this is he injured his hand when the truck crashed. Yeah. And that, oh, that is how it happened. Yeah. And that we were trying to figure that out. That injury hasn't healed. So now he's starting to think because that girl. It's getting worse, actually. Yeah. It's like infected and shit. Yeah. He remembers that the girl that he raped <laughs> was wearing all white and wearing like the same sort of outfit. So he was like, oh, fuck. I've got leprosy. Yeah. So he starts freaking out and is like sleeping with a gun and is stressed because he's supposed to be going back to Italy, but now he might have leprosy. And he treks out to like meet this doctor to like under the guise of like, I'm writing a novel about a guy who goes to a third world country and contracts a mysterious disease that is like this. What could that possibly be? And the doctor's like, yeah, that's leprosy. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, like, this is how you want your your character to 
he's going to be feeling this and this is going to be happening and it would have been contracted this way and that way. And he's like, well, what if I fucked her? No, he didn't say that. But he's just sitting there like freaking out. Yeah, no, he's freaking out. It's like one of those things where it's like, he, yeah, you're they're like, just, if there's an open wound and he's like, I have that. <laughs> he's like, check, 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 check. It's me on WebMD. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It's he's me like, is it cancer? Looking at drug interactions with no. all my stuff and. Marta's over here, like, drinking wine and taking Xanax. It's great. I'm so sleepy because red wine. Okay, go on. Red wine. So (laughs) he freaks out because then (laughs) he freaks out because then the doctor's like, oh, by the way, let me look at your hand while you're here. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. The doctor's insistent and doctor goes to make a phone call and nick cage assumes that he's calling to report him so he yeah. fucking fires his gun at him poorly again misses it. terrible aim and then out he's out of there yeah it just disappears which is like what's the point why don't you just run? he was his back was gone anyway should have just fucking left should have left so then he's so he's trying to get on the boat but he doesn't have the proper documents yeah because that they're not stamped because he's like well i just shot at some dude yeah what so do i do they're, they're after me and he discovers I'm you know I'm I'm just going to say I'm surprised I remember so much of this plot. Yeah, we both were definitely like painting and drawing and stuff, but I think cuz I think a lot of the movie it was slow enough that's not like we were missing yeah. insane amount. Yeah. Because basically what happens Cuz we were definitely watching but like my eyes weren't glued to the TV. Yeah. It helps that it was in English. Yeah. Not oh, Italian. Yeah. Um so his next move since he can't get on the boat legally is he wants to be a stowaway mm-hmm. but he has to come up with a bunch of money in order for this woman to help him be a stowaway oh yeah so he robs his who is that man his major he robs his, his major, major. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. who like takes him out like oh where have you been like i thought you left i thought you went back to italy and he's like oh i missed the boat it's in five days now it's he's a really like, great um modest Mouse song if you want to Miss the boat? Yeah, that's great. Oh, really? Wow. Now we're on the subject. We change the subject now. We talk and talk and talk. All right, go on. So his major takes him out to, I think, just party kind of. Well, we just laugh. Sorry, I'm in such a weird mood. <laughs> oh, carry it on. No more. <laughs> so his major. I'm the part where it said missed the boat, but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> his major takes him out for a further celebration, and he uses an opportunity to rob him of his ammunition and his money. Well, he stopped, he stopped for a piss break. Yeah, that's just rude. That's so fucked up. And he, that's when he screams at him that he's an anti-fascist. Yeah, he's like, you're an anti-fascist. And Nick was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're gonna fuck off. Yeah, and he just, he sna- he's like, I took the money and I'm keeping it. And then he takes, you said he took his bullets, right? Yeah, because he, give him the, he gave him the gun back? Because he left the gun in the car. Oh, okay. And the major draws the gun on him and he's like, don't even try. It's not loaded. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's like, I fucking took him. So he's just kind of like hiking back to, I guess, the dock area. Yeah. Because they're like up in the mountains of Ethiopia. Yeah. And he... I, we have no gauge of like where they're at. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about... I don't know Ethiopia or anything like that. Is that in Africa? I'm guessing it is. <laughs> See, I don't fucking know shit. I, I felt really, really dumb for not knowing, but you're like, I'm tr- I don't know. I'm winging it. They yeah, are, they're, in hu- they're in huts. They're being occupied by Europeans. I mean, it looks, yeah. It sounds like Africa to me. Yeah. I'm sorry, Africa. <laughs> the Europeans shouldn't have done that As to a you. Continent. 
<laughs> okay, go on. Um, but on his way back, he sees some of these rebel tribesmen holding people at gunpoint like they're about to shoot them up, basically. Um, what what would you call that? Firing squad. Like a firing squad, yeah. Yeah, firing squad. And that wasn't that's never really elaborated. No. He, he just kind of sees them. Yeah. And when he gets back, he somehow ends up back. It's in Africa. Oh, thank God. He somehow ends up back at uh, Mariam is the name of the girl. Her tribe with her father and brother. Mm. And there's this whole period of time where he's like near the tribe and sleeping there and trying to figure out if she had leprosy or not. Yeah. Because at this point, he's just kind of assuming that she had leprosy. But he's, like, not looking great. No, he looks like garbage. And, like, his, his facial hair is grown out and his hair is looking wonky. And it's still thin in the back. Don't worry. And his he's got saddlebags under his eyes. Oof. And his hand is, like, open. It's fucked. But finally he, he spends a night in her cabin. Her cabin? Her tent. Her, no, uh, her hut. hut. Yeah. Yeah. He spends a night in her it's hut. It's not a home. It's, Whoa, no, no, no. It's a home. It's not a house. It's like an Adobe, honestly. It's like an Adobe premiere. <laughs> Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> Adobe audition. Anywho. Take it out. Go on. <laughs> he ends up sleeping in. Strike her. it all. Let's start over. <laughs> so welcome to Ghana Nixie's. No. <laughs> um, he spends the night in her in her hut and yells at her dad. In Italian. In this Italian. Is, this is what happens. And I think that the... Can we call that the this is why we came here moment? <laughs> it's it's so false, though. It, pro- it probably would be, though. I don't... Well, because we... Well, because he, he actually does yell at him again. Yeah. When, when he wakes up the next morning because he's like, I want to stay here with you. Like, I want to be yeah. near you guys. Like, I don't leave me alone. Like, I think... I think that... Well, we'll get to it. I have a couple of options. So, her dad ends up saying, like, she wasn't sick. That he doesn't elaborate any further than that. Just that she wasn't sick. Yeah. And in exchange for this information, which has, like, <laughs> helped him come to terms with everything, he tells her where her body is. Yeah. And, and then he tells her how she really died. And how she really died, which is that when the bullet ricocheted off and hit her in the stomach, he didn't want her to suffer, so he shot her in the head. But he sat with her until dawn. Yeah. Like, the sun was up. Yeah. And... Because when he asked him, how long does it take a bullet to kill someone? And then it shot her in the stomach. And then I thought that meant that he left and didn't know. But he was like, she died around dawn. And then we find out later, it's like, the reason he asked the question is because he didn't watch it happen. Yeah. Because after a certain point. He didn't want her to suffer. He didn't want her to suffer anymore. So he put a blanket over her head and shot her. Yeah. Which is so sad. It was really sad. Um, and then he was like, she was so pretty. Like, he was, like, really torn up about no, it. No, that I'm pretty fucked up about it, to be honest. Because then he takes her dad to the Kruvos. Yeah. And her dad, like, almost, like, strikes him down, basically, and starts screaming at him. But then, like, sees that he's actually, like, pretty... In pro- anguish. Pretty prostrate about the whole thing. Yeah. And so, like, her dad takes him back and, like, puts some sort of, like, special healing thing on his hand to heal it up. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, their white flag, like, bond. And pretty much the movie ends with, well, because, yeah, because then he, he finds his way back to the ship. Yeah. And pairs up with his buddy. From from the beginning. Yeah. Who kind of, like, fills us in that, like, oh, we thought, like, when we came back to Italy, like, the war would be over. But, of course, then it was, like, 
mid thirties when right. World well, War Two is kicking up. Right. So he's saying he's like, well, because so they see each other on the ship, which is weird because like it changed from color to black and white. But Asia pointed out because then there is definitely real footage, yeah, of them getting on the ship of like actual Italian warriors of that time. Um, warriors, soldiers. <laughs> this is not Egyptian. Rat screw. Um, that's a fun game, but yeah. So I think that's the only reason that it changed from to black and white. But it's but, but it, it goes black and white because it's oh, it's it's real footage. And yeah, and so that that's what we chalked it up to because he does mention something about like I wonder if everything I told you was a weird dream. So I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying it was all a dream? Is this like an? Art? It was only just a dream. Hey, um, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, stop that. <laughs> um, but. But I don't think I think I think your point was valid. I think it was just to keep in touch with because um, I mean, I feel like it would be so jarring if it was like this kind of like golden, like Italian late 80s film footage and then like old shitty 30s. Yeah. Black and, and it's white. not like I mean, because it's the 80s. So it's like they probably didn't really have and, it, and it's Italian director. They probably didn't have the resources to like color that footage to try and match it yeah so that that makes sense for what you said um but then but then the narration switches to his friend and as nick walks away on the ship he's like oh look my hands all healed like it's all cool it felt like a dream but it's not it was just like a strange time yeah and then he walks away and then his friend is narrating on the way out and he's saying I didn't have the heart to tell him, but the major was caught by that firing squad and didn't have any fucking bullets to save himself. So, like, Nick Cage, like, robbed this man of all his money and his, like, safety and and at fighting chance. Yeah. And this guy died. And then he's like, uh, as the narration says, he goes, um, I never saw him again after that. But as the narration said, he goes, we all went back to Italy thinking we were going to go back to our tractors and our farms and, like, mm-hmm. hang out with our wives. But, of course, that didn't happen. Then it says time to kill and movie's over. Yeah. Because obviously then they all re-enlisted or got drafted or taken back into World War II. So. Thanks, Stalin. Yeah. Mussolini? Mussolini, you're right. I was like, where's Stalin? Sorry. Stalin's Russia, right? Stalin is Russia. Will you just watch Chernobyl? That was great. It was good. I suggest that to everyone. Yeah, thanks. That's our new HBO thing. Yeah. It was a good. It was a solid. Did you finish it? Yeah, I did too. It was really. I finally good. finished it. Did you Did you see who was the spe- the special guest? No. Um. So the lawyer at the end. For oh yeah them Bolton Bolton oh yeah yeah I was like, I thought he was in, no because he was in the beginning oh was he he was like in one of the first episodes oops I missed it love me some Bruce Bolton <laughs> oh the he's so fucking hot he's pretty hot he is too hot um, <laughs> murderous bastard ugh. No, his son's the worst. Who's also like slightly hot, but but I do I do kind of want to I want to talk about the movie a little bit like analytically because I was thinking yeah. about this. Okay, this this is very similar to, um, sort of like I know I had to research like a literature piece that was like out of Africa or something like that where it's just like a glimpse in time of like a similar sort of thing where it's like a European infiltration of Africa and like shit goes down but even more so I feel like this movie is almost a retelling of Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart how because his like the progression of him thinking he has leprosy coincides with the guilt he has from accidentally killing her and then Mm. when he finally 
you know, like surrenders this information to her father and tells the truth about what happened is when he figures out he doesn't have leprosy anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's interesting because we we know that this is a was it a novella or a novel? It was a novel. It was a novel? Yes. Um, we know that this is like already a written story. I don't know. Do you know who that was by? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Um, but we so we know that this story is like out earlier than obviously 1989. So that would be interesting if it was um influenced and like inspired by Telltale Heart, because that is kind of a very like when you said that, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. But I forgot that like thematically definitely yeah the arc is definitely like similar but it's also supposed to like obviously it's kind of like a historical piece where it's like shows a moment in time where it's like italy was here they were fucking shit up and it's sort of like as much as he was like cared about it and was in it Mm -hmm. like when he was with the girl when he killed her when he got all wrapped up in it as soon as he went home it was like it was like a dream yeah yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what he meant by it. he's like, I get to forget about this and go fuck my wife, and hopefully it's not leprosy because I will pass it along. And that's the story of the movie Rent. That's dark. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. How we gonna pay? How we my gonna favorite, pay? My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite song from that I think was because I got really into Rent for a while it's in good. high school. I saw my friend play whatever the hot one's name is in a play. And then I went and saw the movie and I was like, wow, this is fantastic. But would you light my candle? Oh my my God. Or let's open up a restaurant in Santa Fe. Sunny Santa Fe would be nice. There's so much singing in our episode. Let's do a podcast about musicals next. Let's do 50 podcasts. (laughs) We're having a really hard time keeping up with the one. It's okay. I think, okay, so while Asia looks this up, I think I'm going to start. Oh, I'm sorry. I just realized that. You're on Instagram instead? (laughs) No. It was directed. Oh, no. I fucking lied about that. Sorry. The guy that wrote it was also Oh, no, he was a writer, and he co-wrote 10 screenplays with Fellini, the director, the, like, famous Italian director, Federico Fellini. Okay. Um, including- What's the, the principal's name in Boy Meets World? I don't know. Is it Fellini? Oh, it's Feeney. Feeney. Principal Feeney. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but he, so he co-wrote La Dolce Vita, which is, like, a pretty renowned pop culture Italian film. Oh, is that the one with the girl who's, like, <laughs> Marty's just making a face so um, like this maybe it's green background no that's Amelie or some shit that is Amelie oh okay no this is like the 70s oh okay 60s but I'm she's sorry. like this when I go like this <laughs> I see it now yeah thank you thank you so much but okay. yeah he he was once tragic and bitter he produced narrative works and other prose writings permeated by an original satiric vein and by a vivid sense of the grotesque which he stigmatized the paradoxical aspects of contemporary reality i that was too i don't much. know i don't know that that's, all went over my head that's why i stopped uh, there was a pause there i <laughs> i don't understand basically i think what it's trying to say is get the sparks notes no on Wikipedia. Okay. It's close enough. Basically, I think I think he's a satirical writer 
that used like shock value oh, okay. to talk about um stigmatized so basically like taboo stuff right or paradoxical confusing things um about the present day okay yeah i know what each one of those words means no i just broke Believe it down it or not we unpacked it but all those back to back i was like <laughs> yeah that was too many words <laughs> whoever, whoever wrote that was definitely masturbating when they wrote it they were like um <laughs> I mean, they did what I used to do in high school, where I was like, I'll use the th- thesaurus for every fucking yeah. word. Yeah. So I'll sound smart, but really, it's just really fucking confusing. And my teacher's like, why did you make me read this? <laughs> Poor teachers. We respect you. Um, so what do we what do we think that this is why we came here moment would be? I, before you go. <laughs> I, what the fuck? I know. She fucking asked me <laughs> I know, basically and then she a rhetorical bring... question. Well, because I knew which one you were saying originally. And what I was going to say was I think when he robs his major, mm-hmm. he's like really in for the running because then he also fires off the gun. That's true. And it's like he's pretty he's got like a pretty crazed look in his eye. No, definitely so. Um, And it seems like that's really when he's at his like truest rock bottom. Yeah, because I mean like. Oh, I don't know, though, because then when he's like. The next morning when he's like, don't leave me. Don't ever leave me. Like, he's definitely has rock bottom. Yeah. I mean, because at that point, he's, like, desperate for a different reason. Yeah. He's desperate because he's, like, riddled with guilt. And right. he's stuck in a between a rock and a hard place just like Mariam's body. In the cross. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> it was pretty clever, though. Huh? No, it was good. <laughs> the face you made afterwards, I, I felt the twinge. <laughs> I'm not going to say where. Let me be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so so which one do we do we think? I don't know. I think I think it's the not the first time when he's yelling in Italian. I think it's the, morning the after. next day when he's like disheveled and has spent the night in Mariam's. Uh, I keep wanting to say fucking tent, but it's a hut. hut. It's a hut. Um, it's more solid than a tent, <laughs> as far as you know. But I think it's that one because no, you're right. He's like pleading. He's yeah, and he's begging. J- yeah, he yeah, he's just in rough shape. Yeah. All right, I'll go with it. I think it's a pretty weak this is why we came here moment, but I think that is the one nonetheless. I really thought the rape scene was gonna be this is why we came here moment. And then it was like wildly docile and well, didn't show us much. Oh my god. And he wasn't even aggressive in it. He just kind of was like, Okay. And so I was like, Oh, okay, so this movie's gonna be different because you would think that rape would be the climax of the film. Yeah, and for it sure. was very just like a little bump. This is an off topic, but dealing with rape, I suppose. Um, have you seen? I think it's called Irreversible. Mm-mm. So it's this French. It's a, it's a French movie by Gaspar Noe, who also did Enter the Void. Okay, and the entire movie is in reverse. Dope. Uh, I did one of my one of my projects in college. I did that. Do you want me to say anything more about it? No, because it sounds dope. Okay, well, never mind. Okay, I mean, it's pretty much common knowledge of the film. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I know. Okay, I won't tell you. <laughs> I'm assuming it has something to do with rape, but don't say anything. Okay. So if you want to see more rape, basically that movie. <laughs> basically, it's basically what I'm trying to say is. This movie, because I haven't seen Irreversible either. I've just heard things about it. Oh, okay. And a lot of people have apprehension towards watching that movie because of shit like that. Oh, okay. Whereas this 
this movie, it made me deeply uncomfortable to watch it. Yeah. But, but this is not Girls Don't Cry. Yeah. This is not that. Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry. There we go. But I don't know why I all of a sudden started thinking about Cry Baby. And I was like, am I mixing up Johnny Depp with the rape <laughs> scene? <laughs> Never mind. When the topic is rape. No. We don't know how to behave as functioning people. No, it's like, it was uncomfortable, but... I- I think part of it was uncomfortable because it was super realistic and anticlimactic. It was just yeah. like outside, quiet, soft is not the right word, but it was almost like soft. It was very silent. Yeah. It was just quiet. Like, I don't know. Don't like that. And I mean, and we only saw the intro of like him forcing himself. We didn't see the sex itself. No. Yeah. So that's also what made it like a little bit more docile, but it was just confusing. No. Okay. So let's rate the, um, the scene. Pretty weak. Um, yeah, I don't think that this movie has like. I mean, there's, there's. It's a it's a good movie. I would. He he did he did a really good job acting. Yeah. Um. So there wasn't that many chaotic Nick moments. Like all of all of his freakout moments were very warranted within the storyline. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's hard for us to like really choose. But I would say it's when he's pleading, and. I mean, I'm going to give it low. I'm going to give it, like, a 4.8. Yeah, I was going to give it, like, a 4. Okay. Also, I think I called that movie, or that book earlier, Out of Africa. It's called, I think it's called Heart of Africa. I hope Walter Metz never hears me talk about this, because we did a whole thing on Walter! Walter, I'm sorry. Walter! Oh, wait. Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. Dope. But, because there's a famous movie post or posted. <laughs> there's a famous movie like based on it. Oh, okay. I want to say that it's the one where the lions kill people. Remember that? What was that called? Adaptations. No. Orson Welles adapted it. Film and television. Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse oh. Now is based on it. Oh. Yeah. But it's like Heart of Darkness is in Africa. Oh. It's not. It's not Vietnam. But okay. Sorry. I feel like also we've we've talked about Apocalypse Now like several episodes. Have we? Yeah. I feel like it's come up before. We love it. The sound design is outstanding. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We got super off track. Basically, I would rate <laughs> the this is why we came here moment low four for me. Yeah. But like what specifically? What? Like what specifically? I guess like 4.1. Got it. Yeah. Lit. Um, so movie as a whole. Um, it was really average. I almost felt the same way as Boy in Blue, but I liked it more than Boy in Blue. It was more intriguing than Boy in Blue, but you're right. That's a good comparison because I think the storyline was a lot more engaging than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. and his acting is really well. But it is like the pacing makes it almost anticlimactic, even though like a lot is happening. Yeah. Um, well, and also, also something that I didn't like about the film is that it was almost narration was like big on it. Like if you didn't specifically listen to the narration, you were like, wait, what? They didn't show yeah, any of that. A lot of the filler and like explanation was like, it, instead of show, don't tell, it was like, we're telling and not yeah. showing. We, we don't have time. This is 140 minutes. Yeah. They're like, this is funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would honestly, for the movie itself, I guess I, with all of that in consideration, I would probably give it like a, I want to give it higher than Vampire's Kiss, but I don't remember what I did for Vampire's Kiss. You did like um, I feel like it was like a five something. Yeah, you gave it like a five point eight, I think. 
I feel like it might have been less than that. Oh, really? Sam did seven, and I did like five point two. Oh, okay, seven. like a low five. And then you were in the fours. I gave it, it a, a two point seven. Was a two. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, go. I want to go the first just because I always am like, whatever yeah, you yeah. say, I'm like, yeah. No, 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 yeah. I want to be my own person today because I survived. I'm going to go with a flat five. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 6.3. Oh, okay. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Hold your ground. I'm going to hold my ground. Just like you did against that bullet. I, Jesus. Oh, ah! It was awful. <laughs> I broke a fucking glass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad now. Oh my god! Actually, that is heartbreaking because it's Russell Hill. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> I screamed so loud. Marta, I feel bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's we're, okay. We're on the air too. <laughs> I know it's this is uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> um, for my SIU people. If you could send me a Russell Hill Winery glass, that'd be great. <laughs> and while you're at it, I uh, I think I'm missing Owl Creek. And <laughs> I have Alto and I have Starview. That's okay. I saw it happen before it happened, too. It's okay. I feel horrible. It's okay. I can probably buy it online. <sighs> <laughs> okay, that's how I know she's okay. She farted. <laughs> I've been holding it in all episodes. <laughs> <laughs> on that note i screamed so loud it's okay okay um i am gonna need you to sweep it though no that's i'll i wear up. crocs in the house so i'll be fine <laughs> i i will not be but um okay goodbye <laughs> <laughs> on the note oh, we uh we have like social media and shit you can do it if you want it's like <laughs> Jin's pod on Twitter. Jin's pod on Twitter. Uh, gone in sixty seconds. N i c s t y at gmail dot com for anything. A Russell Hill winery. A Russell Hill. A Russell Hill winery, guys. And uh, also gone in sixty seconds on Instagram to see me beat the living shit out of Asia. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, I'm really not upset. A week ago, definitely. In the grand scheme of things, I survived, and I don't fucking care. <laughs> Nothing matters to me. Everything's great. Also, side note, for those of you who want to watch next week's episode, we're officially in the 90s with Laura Dern and Nick Cage, and it's wild at heart. Uh, I believe it's still on Netflix, so if you want to screen it. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> Listening to the podcast. Sorry, this is a we- this is like definitely going to be a weird episode. Oh yeah, I'm filled with so much shame now. I, I just need to leave. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank- thanks for listening. Goodbye. Oh no, I can't stop it. Don't stop the beat. No stop. <laughs> down, 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 everybody. That might be cool. Dot com. You never know. <laughs>